Welcome to Frontline Static, a podcast that helps bridge the gap between healthcare workers and first responders and everything in between. So glad to be with you guys again this week, and I am just wrapping up the school year with my kids. Um, I have one in elementary school, two in junior high that are going to be graduating eighth grade, and then one in high school. So um, three different schools offers a lot of different activities that are going on, but um, I'm really excited that they only have 10 more days of school, and we're really looking forward to spending time together and having a uh, fun-filled spring or summer break. This week, I had the opportunity to interview one of my clients, Megan. She's a nursing student in Washington, and she also was a previous uh, collegiate volleyball player. So she has a lot to add as far as her mindset that she's been really working on as our time together. And she talks about some of the goals that she's been able to accomplish by doing this. So without further ado, here is my interview with Megan. Hey, Megan, thanks for joining me this week on the podcast. I appreciate you being here. I think we should start out with you just introducing yourself, telling everybody a little bit about yourself, and just tell us what you want everyone to know. Well, good morning, Janessa. It's nice to be here with you, too. Um, so my name is Megan. I am in, I'm currently in nursing school at the University of Washington. I'm in my first year and this is actually my third career. So I worked in healthcare as a clinical exercise physiologist for almost 10 years. And um, while I was on that journey, kind of discovered that I wanted to pursue nursing and I am, <clears throat> that's what I'm doing right now. And I live in Washington state and um, yeah, basically spend a lot of time going to school and time with my husband. He's a firefighter and loves being outside. And that's my story. Okay. I think it's like important to mention to a little bit of your background, like as far as sports and playing sports in college, because I think that that's like really shaped you now into probably wanting to go into nursing too. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So <clears throat> I grew up playing volleyball. I played club volleyball when I was younger and then went straight to college volleyball. I went to PLU in Tacoma, Washington, and that's where I played volleyball for four years. I was a captain my the last year of my time there. And um, I've always loved being a part of a team and I've always thrived in that role, being a part of a team, working towards a common goal together, and also have really thrived when I've been held to a higher standard. You know, when you're a part of a team, other people are relying on you. And I think over these years, coming out of collegiate volleyball, working in healthcare, um, also spending quite a bit of time traveling the world, I really discovered my, like what, what my passion is and what drives me. And it's not really a surprise that it's being a part of a team because of those, you know, my collegiate volleyball experience, but I'm just fulfilling it in a different way now. Yeah. And I love that we have in common that, um, these, this isn't like exactly our first career choice. 
Right. And so like I went to nursing school late in the game, you know, I had babies like doing it all at the same time. So for me personally, it was a life event. It was my, you know, twins being in the NICU that was like, really like, I want to be this for someone else. And that's how I got into nursing. But can you tell a little bit about like how this came to pass for you to figure out that, you know, as this being your third career, like you said, that you really wanted to go into nursing and serve people in that way? Absolutely. This is one of my favorite stories to tell. I'm so glad you asked. Um, So I was working in cardiac rehab here in Wenatchee, Washington, and um, that's where I was a clinical exercise physiologist. So I was working in an outpatient setting with patients after they've had a cardiac event. So they've been in the hospital, they've had their intervention, they go home, and then they come and see us to rehab and hopefully stay out of the hospital in the future. But when the pandemic started, my whole department closed down because we were obviously working with really high risk patients. And instead of losing my job, which I'm very thankful for, I was reallocated to work in the COVID ICU. And prior to going upstairs into the ICU, the only other time that I had experience on the inpatient side of a hospital setting was when my dad spent three weeks in an ICU from having an aortic valve replacement. And throughout my life, I've actually been told like, hey, have you considered nursing? And I'd always be like, no, no, no. And then I wound up in the COVID ICU and it was my very first shift. I was wide-eyed and starry-eyed, but also so nervous. I was so out of my element. And I witnessed an interaction um, with a nurse and and the patient's spouse they were on a FaceTime conversation and the nurse is now my friend her name is Kristen Augustine and the way that she nursed that she wasn't just a nurse for the patient she was a nurse for the spouse they were incredibly terrified and he was so ill and I saw something that it was like I want to be that person for somebody else and I remembered my interactions when my dad was really ill how I wished I'd had that level of compassion that I witnessed from Kristen. I went home that day, connected with the community college counselor, and within 24 hours, I was taking classes to pursue nursing, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I love that story because I think we all get into it for some reason. Um, It's really what drives us, you know, with the long hours and nursing school and everything that comes with all of that. We all have to be driven by some reason. And and so I I loved hearing about your story. Um, Let's also talk about, we first met kind of at the end of last year. And so let's talk about like what you came to me for and kind of what you were wanting to achieve working together. Yeah, so of course I found you on Instagram and I have always had high expectations of myself. And something that really appealed to me about the nursing profession is that it, it can be, if you make it like next level, um, how do I say this? I hold myself to a high, higher standard, knowing that I'm going to be going into somebody's room and being at the, the side of their bed. And, um, 
Can you remind me the question again? I forgot. Yeah, yeah. What you what it was like when we we first met at the end of last year? Oh, what, like, what you kind of came to me that you needed help with for? Sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. So, long story short, I want to excel. I really want to be the best version of myself. And after um, the last couple of years, I could feel that I wasn't doing that. And your the coaching and the value that that you provide in your um, through your social media accounts spoke to me. I felt like you were speaking directly to me, and I wanted to overcome a lot of this mind drama that I was having and just really excel as I pursued this next career in life. Mm -hmm. And we came, I think, first with the goal of you doing really well in nursing school. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to be the best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we like even talked about, yeah, like a couple sessions ago, like this, what, here's your goal to be on top of the class. So tell me like from when we started then to where we are now, what you have learned and what you have accomplished. Absolutely. So when we first started, I was really focused on um, concrete goals. I want A's. I want a 4.0. I want to, you know, feel like I know what I'm doing. Confidence was definitely something that I wanted to work on. And I, I, I feel like my goals were very um, matter of fact. And as we have continued to work together, what I've really discovered is a, um, a growth in my mindset. And I've learned how to think about things differently to change the way that I feel or change the outcome. And the results of this mindset shift, it's kind of like after the fact, I end up, I ended up achieving those goals that I originally talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And some of your other goals was to get a student nurse intern position. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about that and where you are right now with that? Yeah. So I went into nursing school with the idea that I wanted to work in the cardiac ICU. And that's because of where I come from. I've worked 10 years with cardiac patients paired with the, you know, my dad having the aortic valve replacement and eventually passing away from that. So that was my vision and my dream. I had absolutely no idea how to make that happen. And in fact, I kind of told myself that it was impossible because you hear that a lot as a, as a nursing student, oh, you can't, you can't start in an ICU. And I came to you with this dream and you have really helped me work through the mind drama associated with those, those beliefs latching onto my ideas that I couldn't make that happen. And in less than three months when we initially started, you know, tackling that idea in January, I, I 
secured an interview with the ICU nurse manager, the cardiac ICU nurse manager. And that was a win in itself. Getting them on the phone is incredibly difficult. But not only that, you and I worked through my interview prep, which was priceless. And I've never felt so confident in the interview itself. Beforehand, I was a little nervous, but <laughs> when I was in the interview, I was so confident and they offered me the position in 10 minutes after finishing that interview. So, you know, over the course of three months, I began, pursued and accomplished my dream job of working in a cardiac ICU. So I start as a nurse tech in June. That is awesome. <laughs> That story is awesome. I love that because I think that when we first started working together and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you are very like past focused, like kind of what happened in your past. And with me, like I try to remain very present and then where you want to be in the future and your mindset has completely changed to now you've set some goals for yourself. And instead of it taking three months, you're doing it now. So tell me the thoughts that kind of got you to where you are now and maybe your current thoughts that you're having about yourself. Hmm. So in the pursuit of working, of getting the nurse tech position in the cardiac ICU, the major thought that I put intention and energy into was I am made for this position. Um, different variations of that. I am the person for this position. Mm -hmm. And I'm so impressed with how, how powerful that one simple thought was for me, because I found myself multiple times in the interview, you know, definitely you get nervous or you fumble on your words a little bit. And all of the work that we've done prior to leading up to that interview really helped me take a breath um, embrace the and you and I always talk about the and and um, I can be nervous and confident and still believe that I am the person for this position mm -hmm. and you know that that one thought was pretty life-changing for me mm -hmm. um, and I'm also carrying that on into some of the coaching that I'm doing myself uh, in a different different format, you know, uh, I am the person, I am the person for somebody out there. Somebody mm -hmm. needs me, um, to help them along or something of that variation. Okay. Yes. And I also think that your story was not easy. Like you talk about how you spent some three months preparing mindset, doing the interview, and then getting your dream job as, as a student already, but it was not an easy path for you. Things happened. You had to go and keep pursuing and opening that door and asking questions and calling people. So what can you say about what you learned from that process? Because I, I think this is what happens to a lot of student nurses is they want a position in the ICU. They figure out, okay, maybe it's not open. Maybe I get a door closed. Maybe I hit an obstacle and they're like, okay, it's not for me right now. It's too hard. Oh. So let's talk about like kind of the process you went through and how did you get yourself to keep going, even though you kept being told no? Uh, this is great because also in, in hindsight, just so you know, after we worked through all of these over all of these mountains and barriers and roadblocks, 
I've been able to help other students pursue and get nurse tech jobs and they encounter the same troubles. So one, having a nurse coach, you um, help me sift through the mind drama of those roadblocks because I would so quickly make a roadblock to be something that it really truly wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I worked through those thoughts with you and overcame them by being persistent. I think that I had to make probably a minimum of 10 phone calls. I called the wrong hospital once. I got, you know, I got one operator on the phone that would not forward my call whatsoever. I had to try calling again, you know, all these little tiny things that could very easily just deter me from pursuing it at all. And what I learned through the process is that one, they probably have thousands or hundreds of people trying to contact all different people throughout the hospital. So you just have to be a squeaky wheel. Mm -hmm. And two, that's who they're looking for. The person that is persistent, the person that can confidently have a conversation on the phone and say, hey, my name is Megan. I am calling about a position that I applied for. I need to speak with the cardiac ICU nurse manager and showing up confidently on that phone call because when I when I met when I was met with more roadblocks was when I was hesitant and nervous and doubtful. I was like, oh I I don't I think I'm and I got no's every time. And when I came to you, you coached me through those thoughts, which changed my feelings. And then when I hopped on the phone the next time to pursue getting in contact with them, it was like a straight shot. And the next thing I know, the cardiac ICU nurse is picking up the phone. So you just have to be persistent and not make your roadblocks mean to be something that they aren't. Yeah. I also love the thought too. And I think this really helped you is that, you know, when you set a goal, you just keep going until it happens. Of course, there's going to be obstacles and of course you're going to fail. And of course you're going to be told no, but you just keep going with it until you make it happen, no matter how many times you have to fail for it. And then I also like that you said, you know, as nurses, and I think as clinicians and caretakers, we really care about helping other people. Ultimately, we all have to have that in us to do the job that we do. So learning something and then teaching it to someone else is important to me. And I know it's something that's important to you. So kind of as we've been working together, I know you've kind of started your own health coach business. And so I really want you to talk about like, what um, kind of inspired you to do that um, and what it is that you're working on currently? Of course. <clears throat> so my first degree is in exercise science and physiology. And I've, when I think back on it, I have been a coach for 20 years of my life. I started coaching volleyball uh, when I was a teenager and it's just morphed and transitioned into different coaching hats, but I've always been a coach. And over the last couple of years with worldwide stresses and personal stresses, I really, um, my confidence in myself was rocked. And that's something that you and I have really worked on. And in doing that, I I, my confidence in myself grew to the point where I wanted something more for my own health. And I felt confident 
to go and get it. And I've never felt like this before. I, I think the last time I tapped into this kind of confidence and this kind of discipline was when I was a collegiate athlete. I, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I started just doing the little things, pouring back into myself, trying to move my body on a daily basis, which as I think anybody, it's hard for anyone, especially with where we're at right now, but you throw in the fact of being in nursing school and, and working in healthcare. And so often when we pour into other people's cups, it's, we're so depleted by the end of the day to pour into our own, but working with you has totally shifted my mindset. And I've weeded through so much mind drama to where I just do it now instead of all of this overthinking and on that journey you know we have like a ripple effect you've talked about that a lot and on that journey of recommitting to myself I rediscovered my absolute love and passion for coaching other people and teaching and I know that the people in my life that have worked with me they know how much I love to teach and coach and I feel like I've kind of reawakened this passion of mine. So I, as of just a couple of months ago, I dove back into coaching, but this time in an online format. So it fits really well with nursing school. I can do it on the side. And um, it's been such a great journey these last few months. And I think it's all about your mindset too, because most people would say, you say, oh, well, it's perfect because I can fit it into nursing school. Well, most people would say, oh my gosh, I can't do nursing school, have my own business and do a student intern job. Are you kidding me? So you have grown so much in that way to open your mind up to, yes, I can be a nursing student and I can have my own business and I can be a student intern. It just allows like the possibilities for you to just be so open. Yeah. And what's really eye-opening is just how much real estate the mind drama was taking up in my mind. Because once I, once I started working through that and it's, it's always a continuous practice. It's not like it's always, it's gone forever. We have thoughts that come and go, but once I really started working on these, this cluster of chaos in my head and learning how to let go of thoughts I created so much space to do something else. And for me, that other thing has been taking care of myself and helping other people start their health and fitness journey and helping people realize that it doesn't have to be so complicated. Yeah. And can you talk about like what services you provide and who kind of are the people that that should be reaching out to you? Um, Just anything that you would like to let anybody know who's kind of interested? Absolutely. So my my mission is to help as many people. one, ask themselves a simple question. Am I showing up as the best person of myself on a daily basis? And if the answer is no to that question, then my mission is to help people understand how some very small, simple actions can really shift the way that you think and feel. And my vision is to 
bring along as many healthcare workers as I can on this journey because I know the struggle that we experience <clears throat> in taking care of ourselves. When you work a 12 hour shift, the last thing you wanna do is drive to a gym and work out for an hour at a time. So <clears throat> mission, vision, and I do that by offering a platform that's online. It's through an app. You can open your app at home. You can push play. Some people take the app to the gym with them, but there's a platform of hundreds of workouts. And I also lead people through accountability groups within that app. It pulls them off of social media, which a lot of people love these days. And it creates a community factor, but it opens up access to moving your body when it, it feels so unattainable. And then the third component, of course, whenever you talk about fitness and movement is nutrition. So there's, um, you know, I can help people learn how to track their foods and always from a fueling mindset, fueling your body, but truly out of everything that I just said, what I really want to help people do is sift through the mind drama that is stopping them from taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So, okay, great. And if they want to find you and work with you, how do they go about doing that? Uh, yeah. So I have, um, right now, cause I'm just getting started. So right now I have just my Instagram account. It's at Omegan Kathleen. Um, O as the letter O. And you can also just email me, MeganKathleenFitness at gmail.com. And okay. yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> and yeah, I'm so excited for you for your new venture with that. I think you're going to help a lot of people because the key, you know, to just accomplishing any goal is to have the mindset of it too. And so you're incorporating that with the exercise. And that's so important for people in healthcare because I think that we let our health go to the wayside, yeah. both like physically and mentally. And so combining both of those is going to be really key to the success of like helping really people replenish themselves so that we can go out there and do for other people on a daily basis. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, back to the 12 hour shift, I just, I hear so many times that it, it, it probably feels like 20 minutes isn't going to be enough. So you just don't do it because it's like everybody else that, you know, is going out there and doing one hour plus workouts and, and that adds up over time. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you've been a nurse or an x-ray tech or an EMT or a paramedic for 10 years. And when's the last time that you really poured into your cup consistently. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about that, that factor of just showing people that it can be simple. You just have to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And we'll put your link in the bio so that people can know where to find you, how to hook up with you. Um, last question for you. I just want to address like people who are hesitant. I mean, maybe they have a lot of things that are going on in their mind to hire a life coach, to hire a nurse coach, to hire a mentor, um, similar to the services that I provide. You know, I think some of it is how do I find time to meet weekly? Because I meet weekly with everybody. Mm -hmm. um, what has it done for you to meet weekly? And what would you say to those people who are kind of unsure about going forward with it? <sighs> I would say that investing in myself 
by choosing to work with you as a life coach has been the single best investment I have spent in over a decade. <laughs> and I can't imagine where I would be if I had not chosen to, um, to work with you. Sifting through the mind drama is priceless and having an outside perspective of somebody to just shine a light. You know, you're not telling me a way to think you're just having, you're asking specific questions that open doors for me. And I walk through them on my own. My husband has noticed an incredible shift. And I think that's a true testament to the work that we've done because when the person that's closest to you says, Hey, whatever it is that you're doing, it's working the way you respond in stressful situations. It's not just about me in nursing school. It's starting to uh, ripple effect out into all these other areas of my life. And the work is always ongoing, but I, I just, when I received that compliment from John, it, it was really an eye opener to how, um, how far I have come with you. And I would highly recommend that anybody struggling or just wanting to level up in life, wanting to pursue a goal, really invest in themselves because that's, that's the game changer. So. Yeah. And I think also it's hard work. So I'm so proud of you for willing to feel uncomfortable, willing to grow, willing to put yourself out there. Like, you know, like you said, like I'm in charge of just showing you your thoughts and helping you get clarity and make the decisions, but you are the one who's doing it and implementing it all. So it's deeply uncomfortable to level up, deeply uncomfortable to put yourself out there. And, um, you know, I think one more thing that I want to ask you is that a lot of students think they cannot get their dream job before they graduate nursing school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so tell me what you would tell them who are the student nurses who are thinking that exact thought. I would tell them, or if I was speaking directly to them, I would say you can get anything that you want. You just have to keep going and work through the thoughts that are limiting you to pursuing that goal of, that you have. Um, we are always our own worst enemy. We're always th the roadblock in between us and that dream pursuit. And um, you've just got to go. You just have to do it stop thinking about it, stop doubting yourself, stop, um, or, or maybe not stop doubting yourself. You can doubt yourself, but just go after that. Start taking small actions to go, go get that job. Yeah, that's great. You are the perfect example of that. I am so proud of you. I think you've done so much work. I cannot wait to keep working with you and see you know, just so much more that you're going to accomplish and see all the people really that you're going to help. It's going to be amazing. So I just really appreciate you being on today, being willing to be vulnerable, tell a little bit of your story. Um, and I can't wait to see how many people you're going to help in your journey of coaching. Thank you, Janessa. Thank you. I, I feel forever in debt to you. You've really changed my life and, or at least helped me. So thank you. Yeah, so you're doing great. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> Thanks for being on. Okay. 
All right. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview this week. And if any of you are ready to start working on your mindset so that you can start to achieve the goals that you want to and um, open yourself to the possibilities of obtaining those very quickly for you this year, then book a consult with me and we can get together and see if it's a good fit for you. So thanks for joining me this week and I will talk to all of you guys next week. Bye.